1: This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready.
0: All right, Eric, The uh, there's an old proverb that says the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And sadly, that's... Kind of holds true with financial advice sometimes too, right? Especially bad financial advice. <laughs> so let's talk about good intentions. I think I've got a couple categories here where I don't think people intend to give us bad advice, right? But it happens, um, and there's lots of reasons why. So let's dive into it a little bit and talk about why you need to be a little bit leery of where you're getting, you know, the information from. We're going to start with family. I don't think, for the most part, I'm sure no one in your family is intentionally trying to send you into a terrible investment or a terrible idea. But they're like, Oh, you should totally try this. It worked for me. It's really cool. You know, or something like that. And it's like, well oh, that's great. That's you. That's not me.
2: Absolutely. And um you know well one, never go into business with family. <laughs> well, true, um, right. Because you can't fire the person. Um <laughs> and uh, you know, I thought I was smarter than that and I did it and I got I got bit too. So uh we, we try we want to help family out. That's just always what we try to do. But don't don't um, <laughs> no ever just, do that. Just don't. Yeah, as far as taking financial advice, you know, everyone's situation is a little bit different, and sometimes when you're talking to family uh, or taking advice from family, you're you're not vetting what they may be doing. May what they may be doing might be you know. A lot riskier than what you're accustomed to, or something like that. Well, think
0: about crypto, right? Think about the generational thing right now. How many younger folks, or or have been at least, saying, "Oh, it's so awesome," you know, totally, and going and telling their grandparents, maybe, "Oh, you know, grandma, grandpa, you should get in on this kind of thing." Right? right? It's the
2: next big thing. It's it's the next mousetrap. You know, the greatest mousetrap ever invented, or something like that. I was gonna say it's the opposite too. Some people will take investment; they'll follow investment advice from their parents or grandparents. You know, some people say, My my person always told me to put money in CDs. My the mom or dad always said oh, okay. buy CDs. Yeah. Or, That's true, too. You okay. know, the be too ultra conservative. So you really need to have an unbiased opinion, someone that does, looks at every uh, facet of your right. plan, of your life, and then makes the recommendation. So, Again, it's like going to the, the butcher or the uh, dietitian, right? You go to the butcher. Hey, what's good? They're going to tell you the best cuts they got. You know, we got some specials over here on some ground beef. Or, but it's
0: all good, is what they'll it's say.
2: All, <laughs> yeah. Versus a dietitian's going to, you know, take your measurements. Uh, they're going to weigh you. They're going to do all this stuff and say, okay, here's a plan. If you want to reduce weight, you know, you need to eat more fish and chicken, lean proteins, lay off the carbs, more vegetables, that kind of stuff. Instead of just trying to sell the juiciest steak there is in the in the counter. So, yeah. products versus the plan, and so you want to plan. It's hard for you know sit down with a family member and disclose all that too, right? Because yeah, sure, <laughs> you know you don't want to tell them all the dirty laundry that you have. Could you imagine t-
0: sitting over like a holiday dinner and there's someone's yeah. talking about an investment, but then they lay out the big past performance does not indicate future.
2: <laughs> yeah, or let, let's look at your look at your budget. Well, how much are you spending on this? Really, yeah. you spend that much money on that? Oh well, yeah. So. Yep you feel more comfortable working with somebody that's a disinterested third party. And that's why it is challenging. I try not to take on family, uh, neighbors, or friends just because of that. Because I know you're not going to share everything because sometimes you don't want to. But also, you know, when you invest in the market, the stock market, there's going to be some challenging times. Sure. You know, it's going to go down. And so when it's down, it's just an awkward conversation. If you're trying to be in an event, you know, a yeah. holiday party or just playing cards or something like that. Well,
0: you, you mentioned friends, and I'm glad you did because that's, that's the same kind of thing, right? So that was another one on my category. But, yeah, that's a good point because you could be hanging out with friends at the golf course or come, you know, in the neighborhood or whatever, and that comes back to bite you, too
2: yeah it's not that I'm not friendly with my clients sure right you know um but it's not like so some people in golf course is a prime one they'll come up and approach me and I'll give them the best advice I can you know they have questions about you know taxes and that kind of stuff but I never solicit them you know if they right. want to come it's fine want to check you don't
0: know out. enough about them right I right mean, that's the right. and if you think about the friend concept whether it's water cooler talk or like how often seriously does does a friend come up and go ah, lost my rear end on this, right? No, they typically say, oh, dude, I I made out on this thing, or this is totally awesome, you should get in on this. It's like the Vegas concept, right?
2: And by the time it's already taken off, too, it might be too late to even get into it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. um, that's a, another issue with it as well. So, yeah. yeah, you want, again, you want an unbiased third party to help you when you're going to select a plan and do a plan, that kind of thing.
0: Well, so here's an unlikely one. So family and friends were the first two on there. Here's an unlikely one as far as best intentions. People, you know, this is people might go, what? But a CPA. OK, mm-hmm. so and I'm not saying CPAs don't know what they're doing by any means. But what they're doing, if they're just a CPA, is completely different than
2: what you're doing. Right. So the CPA is trying to reduce your tax liability right now.
0: And for the past um, year, it's history. It's what's already happened.
2: In current, yeah, they're recording history. And they do know, you know, if you ask them a question about things, they don't like, though, to do forward tax advising. A couple of reasons. And one is that they don't have a way to really charge for that. When you get your taxes prepared, if you look at it, you have an itemized bill and the bill is by the form. So your 1040 form is this amount of money. Your Schedule B is this amount of money. You have this amount of money. They don't. Some of them don't have a relationship where they say, okay, I'm going to charge you by the hour if you want some advice, right? So that's how you compensate your CPA is by the work that they do, by the form that they do, or maybe they have an hourly rate if they're doing like bookkeeping, that kind of stuff. But they're also there's kind of a Hippocratic oath with CPAs is don't pay – more tax, like a doctor, do no harm. They never want to cause you to have more taxes than what you legally necessarily have to pay, which is great. But sometimes in tax advice, you may want to look beyond, you know, this year into maybe years in the future and say, you know what, maybe I want to pay some of this tax now at these reduced rates as opposed to waiting for them to go up and lock myself into a higher tax bracket, or just shelter the money so I don't have to do uh, RMDs on this money, required minimum distributions. Mm-hmm. I want to leave it tax-free to my family, to my spouse, to my kids. That's where Roth conversions come in, okay? I mean, So they're not a big fan of Roth conversions because Roth conversions mean you're paying more tax now than you legally have to, right? Because you do Roth conversion, you're going to pay more on money that you're not spending. And so for them, that's like, you know, it goes against every fiber of their being. Right. So true. <laughs> but in an advice situation, if you're looking at a plan, you're looking out down the road, and you're like, okay, you know, the government's spending, you know, hand over fist, trillions here, trillions there, pretty soon starts to add up. We know that Social Security's got some issues coming down the pike. Uh, the big date is around 2030. That's where um, someone that we had come in to speak to our clients, uh, David Walker, the Honorable David Walker, who's the former cop of the currency, has said, then 2030 is kind of a tipping point where due to all of the obligations that the country has between Medicare, Social Security, interest on the debt, all those kinds of things that interest rates might have to double for the country to remain solvent. So if you know stuff like this is coming down the pike and you can get out of harm's way now at a reduced rate, remember taxes right now are the lowest they've ever been historically, why not do that? Yeah. But a CPA would say, no, don't because you're paying more tax than you and, have
0: to. And that's the lens that they're they're looking through, which Correct. is fine, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean I've talked with CPAs who eventually became financial advisors and there are some that do both, right? And they were like, It took me until I started looking I had to stop looking through just the CPA lens and when I added this other element to my business, it was like, Okay, now I can be a little bit more effective. But that's if they're just a CPA, they're also I mean, they're just not gonna do that, right? They don't want that liability either.
2: So Well they're also doing with knowns, they don't like to deal with the unknowns. Right. Very so true. when we do the Roth conversion, it's unknown if tax rates are gonna go up. We don't know that. Mhm. Okay, we assume that. Um, You also assume, you know, some kind of rate return, that kind of stuff. But really, it's the tax angle of it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: But when you look and say, okay, with all that's going on in the country, especially with the debt and that kind of stuff, they're probably going to have to go. Because remember, the government doesn't produce anything. They don't make products to sell. The only way they get revenue is through taxation.
0: Yeah, they really need a widget of some kind, you know. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, it's
2: like, you know, the Men in Black, you know, and they said that they funded the agency with Velcro and microwave ovens and that kind of stuff. Oh, there they, you go.
0: That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's do one more quick one, and we'll jump out and take a break. Uh, and, and, this, you know, we got to kind of mention this because we're on the air, right, and, and you do uh, the local television show. But financial experts in the media, you know, they may or may not have the best of intentions, but I think – I don't know. I would kind of say that we're we're little talking heads versus the big talking heads, which is really more what I think I'm referring to when thinking about that. Were those folks who they're probably not licensed, first of all, and you know they may have a history in being in the financial services industry, but they're not they're no longer currently licensed, right? So they're really not technically on the hook for anything.
2: No, they're called financial entertainers, actually. Oh, there you go. And that's the title they have to shield them from that because. If if you are licensed and you make a blanket recommendation or something like that. That's why at the beginning of this show or any other financial show, there's always a disclaimer, hey, consult your own, you know, personal advice. Sure, yeah. We're trying to give you generalized knowledge. Now some of the stuff that they're saying is good about budgeting and living not you know living within your means and not taking out right. debt, unnecessary debt, those kinds of things. Spend but, less, make more, so on and so forth. Yes. But it gets down to the brass tacks of things when you start to say, okay, well, just put in a mutual fund that'll make 10%. Well, where's this magical mutual fund that makes 10%? They assume high level and people hear that and say, okay, mutual funds make 10%. Yeah. No, <laughs> not the case. So you really want to have something more tailored to you. Someone's going to sit across from you belly to belly, shoulder to shoulder, and you know, get your plan together for you as opposed to just following this blanket advice. Now, on the accumulation stage, it's really easy. Yeah, spend less, make more, or save more, right? Those are easy rules to follow. Yep. When you get to retirement, when you start to think about this distribution and preservation stage – that's where you really want a specialist that is licensed, is in the business, is doing things for people currently. Not just talking nationally, more local, understands tax codes, understands income needs, all that kind of stuff. So
1: Tune in to The Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on a m ten forty